Kia ora everybody, I'm Mike Parks, Assistant Manager of Careers and Employment at T. Haringawaka, Victoria University of Wellington, and welcome to episode two of the Talent Talk podcast, brought to you by NZ Uni Talent, the jobs board that provides direct access to university students and graduates across New Zealand. Today, I'll be joined by Employability and Relationship Manager from Auckland University of Technology, Anna Hancock, and Employment Coordinator at University of Canterbury, Robin Cummins. How are we today? Very well, thank you. Really great. Thanks, Mike. Well, I really appreciate you both joining me today. Uh, whilst this is the second episode of the podcast, I think this is the first episode, really. The last one was more of a pilot where we got to know everybody, and it's going to be useful, I think, for us to get into a topic here. Uh, I guess the hope really is that the relevance of the topics that we discuss will be evergreen, but also a applicable to the time of the year that we we, uh, release the episodes. So I think that really the the broad topics that we're hoping to discuss today are from a um, talent acquisition graduate recruitment perspective. And of course, we're all bringing the perspectives of people within the universities who facilitate these connections. We're looking at discussing what to do out of season. So the best ways to engage and connect with our talented students and grads outside of the, the normal, I guess you would say, in air quotes, engagement periods, but also how to stand out from the crowd in your engagement, how best to have a point of difference and be noticeable above all of the volume and the noise at these really busy times of years. So I guess what I'd like to start off with, and I, I think maybe we'll go over to you first, Anna, with this, and then we can open up the conversation as we move along. From your perspective, what are the most common mechanisms or devices or engagement types available to employers to connect with students and grads at your university? Yeah, thanks, Mike. That's a big question with uh, lots of words in it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'd actually just like to start off by saying that I think it's really important to um, engage with students throughout the year. So just going to our overarching question of what, you know, at the out-of-season topic, and I think it's really important that employers are continually engaging with students, um, not just when they are recruiting. And I think the most common things that are available, particularly to us, would be the large events like career fairs are probably the most obvious one. And we do encourage a variety of employers to come onto campus for those. Um, But we also look at smaller, more targeted events as well. And whether that's around when an employer has a particular recruitment program going on, and that can be really effective because it's got a real tangible outcome for the student, i.e. a potential job, but also it can just be around employability skills or things that might help them in the workplace or just some real brand exposure for those organisations to be able to support both the student and the organisation with securing talent. And I think there's a number of ways in which we can do that. We offer things both online, on campus, large events, small events, direct presentations, discussion panels, alumni panels, employer-led workshops, and the careers fairs, as I mentioned um, at the beginning. Wonderful. And um, what about you, Robin? What about from, from your perspective and experience? Look, I'd just like to really agree with everything that Anna has has said there. That continued engagement is really important, and not even just during the year, but ongoing years as well. Something to keep in mind for the employers is that, of course, we have a fresh cohort of students coming through every year. And um, while you might feel like you've been doing this this thing with the universities um, repetitively, you've got a fresh um, group of talent coming through every year. Um, Something else that we also like to um, promote for employers is their own in-house and field trip opportunities as well. Um, They can provide some really great opportunities for students to get to know your business and, and the culture of your business. 
which is something that's really important to students at the moment. But otherwise, yeah, guest lecturing as well can also be be something that employers can do. Coffee drop-ins, pizza nights. And we're actually really open to your own ideas as well. So if you've got something fresh that you're wanting to to try on campus or online, um, we're really open to hearing about it. It's no surprise that there is crossover and commonality across the universities of the things that we offer. And I'm really glad, Robin, that you mentioned we are open to innovation is the fact that, I mean, often uh, when I have conversations with uh, external organisations, most commonly, as I think is probably the case for us graduate recruiters, we cover off these common commonly used mechanisms that we have but we're always open and always listening to ideas and I think also one thing that you mentioned as well there Robin that I think is really important is the idea of maintenance the idea of maintaining that ubiquity across the year I think that's that's a really great point actually um, I'd like to go back over to you now Robin if that's okay with can you just tell us a little bit about an engagement any an example perhaps of an engagement that you facilitated that you felt was particularly effective and made the organization stand out look actually what I did when you proposed this question Mike was that I actually went to my career consultant colleagues um, Mm. who also assist with hosting employers onto campus it's part of their professional development and we really encouraged them to engage directly with employers because they're the the people working with our students around career development and career teaching it's a great way of gathering that intel as well, isn't it, for those one-to-ones with the students? Absolutely. And so, look, one of my colleagues attended and, look, they felt that they really presented the the culture and the values that, that they say that they uphold. And she felt that they really represented themselves particularly well and they modelled diversity, equity, inclusion, as well as acknowledging that they still had areas of development for themselves. And they really modelled emotional intelligence as well in their interactions with each other and with the audience. Um, She felt it was highly relevant um, with what our students are looking for at the moment. They talked really honestly. She felt they were authentic about the challenges that the industry um, was facing And they were incredibly engaging and enjoyable to listen to. They weren't talking so much about that they're an awesome sort of industry to be involved in, an area to work. They also felt that it's really good to keep recent grads involved and interns and have them as part of that presentation as well. And I definitely agree with that. We always encourage the employers um, to bring along a recent recruit. Um, Something else too um, that... I enjoy hearing about and I know that the students value is when um, industry and employers are talking about areas of sustainability, what they're doing in that space, what their environmental challenges are and how they are responding to those. And also the the big thing that's um, come out of COVID, flexible work and life arrangements yes. as well. Very yeah. big. Yeah, I think there's some really useful tips that can be extrapolated out from from that, Robin. Um, how about you, Anna? Have you got any um, examples of times that you've you've seen something that you felt was particularly effective? Yeah, and there's there's two things I'd like to mention on that actually. Um, the the first one uh, that instantly came to mind when when you uh, posed this question was actually around uh, an organisation that came in to talk specifically about a particular career path. And we felt in the beginning when it when it came up, we were a little bit unsure about how this was going to land and are students going to be interested in this. But we actually found that they 
were very interested and we got a real wide range of students coming from lots of different study backgrounds, even though it was for a quite a specific career path, which was really interesting. And I think it was because the way they positioned it was anyone can have a career in this particular space and they really opened it up. And I think sometimes there's a little bit of a challenge around when we look at students and what they're studying and this kind of defined career path, um, which for, for some is is great and that does work. But I think for others, actually the the world is their oyster and they have so many opportunities to go and do different things once they graduate. And we really found that came through with this particular employer. Um, and that was really shown, I think, through the variety um, of students and their different study backgrounds that we had coming in and would agree with Robin actually on the bringing grads and interns, a fresh graduate, particularly if they're for us AUT alumni, always lands really, really well. Um, And this particular organization did that. The second thing was actually something that was moving away from, I guess, the sort of general recruitment and more around skills. So looking at things like resilience and empathy and adaptability and actually coming in and talking to students how to build those skills and why they're really important throughout your career path. So it's a little bit different because it's not necessarily related to recruitment or a particular role, but it's more around those key skills that they might need to build. And we found that that was, again, very well received by our student population. Two things really jumped out at me about what what you were saying there, Anna. One is this huge subject around um, interdisciplinary. What I've seen in just the, the the years I've been here at Victoria University of Wellington is less academic specificity in the the listings of the opportunities and more of a sense of this opportunity is open to students of study disciplines as long as they meet these these specifications on these requirements. And you're absolutely right that that creates an interesting opportunity, but also a challenge in engagements because it means it's open to this huge number of students, but it means that that surgical engagement that that can be done with subjects that are specifically related to an area, a, a study discipline, can be more complex and requires really precise, clear comms, I think, from from organisations. I think that's a huge topic. I think we could probably actually do an entire episode around this interdisciplinification. I've just invented that word um, (laughs) in in the sector. Um, One thing I just wanted to mention really briefly, there's one example that always springs to mind for me when I think of good engagement, is an organisation came in a couple of years ago and what I always say to people when they look for guidance about presentations, particularly around graduate recruitment, is I say, don't perform your website. They don't want a live performance of your website because they can get that. They, there needs to be value. And one organization came in. It was a consulting firm. And they said, look, we're not this super glamorous, large consulting firm. It's not going to be like an episode of Suits working here. And you could see so some of the students sunk into their chair a little bit and were like, well, I actually kind of want to work somewhere that's a little bit like Suits. They said, but the CEO will know your name. You will have a level of familial um, sort of intimacy with professional intimacy with the people you're working with. And you can see other students sit up and those students got something from that presentation that they couldn't get from any of the other more transactional resources that were available to them from that. So what they could do there is they could uh, they could align their values. And I've often found that students are very visually minded. They want to know what's it going to look like. You know, what what's the geography of the environment going to be like that I'm in? So those students went away with something really valuable that they could use to make their application stand out and align their own values and hopes and expectations to this opportunity. And the organization did a great favor 
by actually helping some students maybe self-select themselves out of the process. So I think anything like that, any kind of anecdotal content is often really, really helpful. So just just moving on, I mean, obviously, we've talked about the positives. Now, I'm just thinking, what are the most common? And obviously, we won't name any names here, I hope. Um, But starting with you, Robin, what are the most common avoidable pitfalls when it comes to that direct engagement with students in in your observations? A really common one is actually um, something that's so simple to to avoid, and that's just being familiar with what the academic timetable key dates are at each of the universities and and planning your recruitment program around those. And look, I do appreciate that it's, it's complex. There are eight universities. We all seem to have different dates. I've never really quite understood why I'll, I'll be honest um, and, and look it can be hard for you as an employer um, to to be working around that but I, I'd really strongly recommend that you are familiar with those dates also too what we've seen happen in some of the sectors some of the industries is that they've really let market forces dictate when they're engaging and recruiting on campus and with our students and grads and look it, it's actually not a good thing to be doing. You're you're wanting to recruit students and grads, not the other people in your industry. Um, so look, if if you can stand your ground, listen to what the universities are telling you about when the best times are to be engaging. And often that is, comes from what students are telling us themselves. So it's not something that we're we're making up. We're asking our students when would they like to engage? You know, there are certain times of the year as well when it's just not a good idea to be coming onto campus. So that's when students are getting close to the end of term. Often they'll be um, having a lot more uh, tests, assignments, they'll be piled on stress for them. Term four can be tricky too, or, or, or for Mike, you know, we'll be talking about trimester three when they've got final year exams. I guess it's worth pointing out, Robin, that I mean, we can advise on these things. I mean, there's there's a there's, there's a one of us at each of the, yes. the New Zealand universities, and we can absolutely un- advise on when those fertile ground times are for engagement and perhaps where the more absolutely. sort of fallow periods are. Yes, yes. Look, sorry, you don't know what you don't know. So that's what we're here for. Please, please ask and um, all too happy to, to help. Sometimes employers can have too many speakers at their events and they, they can talk perhaps a little bit too long. And I think it's really important to try and have interactive sessions as well so that the students feel that they're actually participating. Some Employers will use apps on phones to have polls and that kind of thing, asking questions. You know, they'll have a bit of bribery as well with suites, which can can help. I think added value learning opportunities for students is really important too, so that they come away feeling that they've actually learned something that is is of value to their degree qualification. Something else that one of the career consultants mentioned too is that it can be really good to talk about, you know, what might your first day look like at the company? What what might your first week look like? Who are you likely to be engaging with? Um, Often students feel a little uncomfortable about asking those kinds of questions. So if you're able to share some of that information in your presentation, that's super helpful. They'll also be interested in how will success for them be measured. Um, And they often don't hear that in a a presentation. And it can be important information that they're they're wanting to know within your organisation, what does success look like? And that can really be very varied. Um, 
how can they also be sure that their ideas and their opinions will actually matter? Often that doesn't get expressed or, or talked about either. Not providing pizzas can be a big mistake <laughs> <laughs> sometimes um, for students. You know, obviously it's been a tough time financially for them. So those kind of um, opportunities to provide some kai can be very, very well received. I do have the odd employer who still thinks it's um, they need to serve alcohol when they come onto campus. I know this may sound a little bit random, but look, you really don't have to feel that you do. In fact, it's very, very unusual now for an employer to to um, serve alcohol. It's much less common now, isn't it? Oh, but it was look, even a few years ago. Uh, yes. So, look, please don't feel that that's something that you, you need to be doing. Yeah, hope that's helpful. Anna, are there any pitfalls or banana skins that you can uh, suggest people try and avoid? Oh, follow that. That was... <laughs> comprehensive yeah, right? yeah, comprehensive. It was. no it was um first up fully agree with absolutely everything you just said um yeah you yeah nail on the head with um all of that i think the for, for me one thing that i don't think has been mentioned is death by powerpoint uh, reflecting a little bit on what mike was saying earlier about you know don't just regurgitate your whole website um that's not helpful you need to give the students something they need to feel that they've come to your session and that they have a distinct advantage whether that's in the application process for you someone else or just in the big wide world of work they need to feel that they have got an advantage over other people that have not come to that session um and that's probably the most important thing so yeah pitfalls for me would be just giving information they can find online, um, not giving enough insights into company culture. And I think that really comes down to bringing the right people with you. And I'll go back again to bringing graduates and recent alumni with you. Students um, just feel more familiar and like to engage with people that are, I guess, above anything, a similar age to them. And in a similar place in their career. Um, so it's great. And I think there is definitely a place for um, senior leaders coming in and talking about things. But actually, if we want a student to relate to something, they need to see someone that's kind of within five years of them, particularly if it's about your your graduate program or internship program or entry-level role, whatever it might be. So making sure you've got the right people coming in. I don't think there was anything else. I think Robin covered everything there, actually. Actually, yeah. can I can I just um, add in something that I, mm. I, I missed earlier? There's a lot about you know diversity, equity, inclusion. So good to be able to to let someone who, if they identify being in a minority group or an intersecting minority group, know that they're welcome and mm. what you do to support them. I think that's incredibly important. I would agree with that too. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think really, I mean, for me, the, the big thing really is it's for timing. And when I say for timing, I mean exactly what you suggested, Robin, about being mindful of, because um, what we tend to find, and this is a big subject as well, this is something I think we could also do an entire segment on. There's a little bit of chicken and egg going on here. You know, students' receptors go up at certain times of the year because everybody goes to market and everybody goes to market because the students' receptors have gone up. But largely it's to do with students' timetabling. It's to do with mm. um, the leading times, understandably, and the business requirements of the organisations that are hiring. But there are certain times of the year when, of course, students are more refreshed 
and there's less noise. So for reasons like that, you know, we do see these busy periods like late February through to late March and uh, July as well, you know, when a lot of the public sector engagement goes on. That's not to say that it's by any means uh, impossible or disastrous to engage outside of those times. And we certainly encourage that. And we'll, we'll we'll be discussing that very matter in just a moment. But I think that if you're at least cognizant of these things, then that will really help. But I think also time um, timing is really important as well as far as leading time. It's quite often that somebody will come in and say, we'd like to come and speak to your students in five days. Oh, great um, point, Mike. And what we, and this will vary university to university, so I'm mm. not suggesting that this is a universal truth, but what we generally suggest that uh, we have a minimum of two weeks leading. The reason being is that there's venue considerations, but also what we want to do is we want to we want to get it right. We want, we want oh. it to be successful for you. Um, mm. And part of that is ensuring that we understand and collaborate with you to figure out who the audience should be and to see whether there's any supplementary engagement we might need to do for particular groups of students. And it also gives us time to assess how well that's working. So if if we do that two weeks out, then a week out, we can have a look and say, hey, maybe we've miscalibrated slightly in the way that we're promoting this. And it gives us time to fix it. Whereas if it's only a few days out and the copy that we're sent to promote the event or the event description is perhaps unclear or for some issues on our end. It gives us very little time to rectify that. Anna, I'm just curious to get your take on this first. Mm. We're now in a time of the year where I think things are quieting, quieting down somewhat from the perspective of direct engagement on campus. Do you feel that there's any value in engaging out of season, outside of these busy kind of fertile ground times? So that is for employers to come on campus, for example, when they're not currently recruiting do you think there's any value or reason to do that Mm. yeah I I think there absolutely is and I think you know we started this whole session with 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 saying that actually it's really important that your engagement is ongoing I think what I've personally seen so I can only really speak for AUT is that students need exposure to these brands so they've not almost had enough time in the world to be seeing the different brands that are out there and the kind of things that that we might know they may not know of yet. So when it comes to recruitment season, it can be quite overwhelming because there's quite a lot happening at once. There's lots of names being thrown around. There's lots of noise in the market, particularly with those bigger names, um, because naturally those are the ones that you know get promoted um, and that people tend to know about. But even for the big ones, it's still worth doing this because it's it's about how does a student understand who you are what you do and why they might want to work with your organization and understanding what their place in the world might be. And that might change depending on who they see and who they engage with. Um, the, the careers fairs for us and I, as far as I know, the other universities are strategically placed in those times of years that um, that are busier and that the, the traditional sort of recruitment things do happen. But outside of that, it's really important to be doing things to just help with that brand exposure, to help them understand yeah, what's out there and what they could be, what they could be doing. What about Europe? And do you feel there's value to getting FaceTime with students when you're you don't necessarily have anything to sell, right? Unquote. Yes, look, it, absolutely. And I think something else to keep in mind is that as individuals, we are all perhaps in a state of readiness at different times. And this can definitely happen for students during the year. You'll have some students who are super organized, Mm. that they've got it all planned out. They know what they're doing. They know where they're going. They know when you're coming onto campus or, or your recruitment is open and they can apply. But there are always other students who are focused on their studies and, and perhaps miss some of those messages. We, we wonder how they do sometimes. And it's always a question 
we're asking? How can we, um, you know, capture all of our students and make them aware mm. that these fantastic opportunities are happening? Um, but look at it, some some don't, and they'll come to the recruitment market later. So I think it's really important that they still know that that these opportunities are available. I often think too, like if you're you're messaging out to penultimate year students, um, it can be really good to be sending comms out to them in that second semester towards the end of the year, warming them up for the fact that you're going to be looking to recruit them the next year. That's really important. Also, too, you know, as students are going through their studies. They're learning new things and, and their career focus or, or what they thought they had planned out can change as well. Um, and so if you are able to be back um, on campus, perhaps targeting a cohort that you maybe struggled to get traction with earlier in the year, come back to them host another session, whether that's on campus or online, or, or send some information out to them. Let them know that they're of value to your organisation. I think there are a lot of opportunities. And look, actually something that one of the careers consultants shared with me, which I was a little shocked to hear, is that some students don't know that there are recruitment periods yeah. and seasons. Yep. They, they are oblivious to it. So don't assume that just because for 10 years you've been coming to the market in February, March, that the students actually know that. Um, I go one step further, Robin, and say that I don't assume the students understand all of the related terminology as well true. Um, around yeah. graduate programs. Uh, yep. What's the difference between a graduate program and a graduate job and mm. um, a paid yes. internship and you know certain assumptions about what that means and yep. where it's placed in the year and who. Uh, I think that to, it, there's, there's no harm in having a baseline level of clarity about those things. Mm. Um, and, and I was just wondering, Robin, I want to fire this off to you before, before bandage this over to Anna. And you've sort of touched on this a little bit here, but do you think that these, these out-of-season engagements, should they have a different approach or be a different medium or um, a different conduit to connecting with the students? Do you feel that that should be treated differently in any way? Yes, look, look and when I was sort of talking about earlier with, with the presentations about added value learning, uh, this is an opportunity to perhaps run a workshop um, to mm. provide some case studies, um, talk about things that went well for the business and the students also like to hear about what things that didn't go well and what you did to mitigate them. So it can give them a more in-depth view into what your organisation actually does and what you provide for your clients. So I think it's a great opportunity to be doing something different, maybe a competition, you know, hackathons are, are really popular with the students, interactive things. Um, it can be a, a, a good time to get them you know, out onto one of your sites if that's appropriate. Um, you know, we're talking about wanting to get a really good feel for the culture of your organisation and there's no better way to do that than to actually be out there um, either in, in your offices or on site. Um, yeah, it's definitely a time to do something a bit different. Not that overt recruitment message. Yeah, the number one thing that I would say in the out-of-season time is actually thinking of those more innovative things, being a little bit more creative because everyone just has a little bit more time to do that, um, particularly for those graduate recruiters and intern recruiters who I know are incredibly busy throughout that uh, recruitment period. It's it's a time when we can actually say, okay, well, let's try something. Let's do something a bit different. Let's bring you in and maybe do something we haven't done before. Let's try a different topic. Often I find that when a an organisation, a representative of an organisation contacts me about engagement, often 
they have two needs that are running in tandem. They have a short-term recruitment need and they have that longer-term ubiquity maintenance need, that brand management. And so I think that sometimes it's a question of looking at those two things. So what I often suggest to organisations is if you're going to do direct engagements, um, then I suggest, and I'm not talking about things like careers expos, I mean more bespoke like workshops or presentations, Mm -hmm. then do two. Do one during your actual graduate recruitment period, which is very specifically quite informational, maybe a little bit of PowerPoint. I hate to upset you there, Anna. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, come in and talk about the organization and the process and tips and tricks, all that kind of stuff. And then maybe at the other end of the year, during the sort of quieter time, come in and do something that's perhaps a little bit more eye level, a little bit more value add, perhaps something that we could facilitate in collaboration with one of the students' clubs or groups. We often find that those types of engagements are good because sometimes you do, you might not necessarily reach a different group of students, but there's a whole different timbre, a whole different cadence to those types of engagements that are collaboratively designed with students and have some kind of value add element to it. So we might have an organization, for example, that does one of the our commerce and law expo, and then they might do a big, you know, razzmatazz presentation in one of our lecture theatres during that busy March period. But then they might come back again in August and do a session on um, how to effectively network or how to use LinkedIn, for example, that could be done in tandem and be it with a student club and be a little bit more seminar room everybody sat on the, the, the on, on the same level so that's that's commonly a a difference a point of difference for that quote out of season engagement that I suggest so out of season is also a really good time to actually be talking to us so we said earlier about consulting with your um, advisor or whoever your industry relations person is um, at the university uh, it's a great time to talk to us talk about your strategy what are you thinking of doing over the next year what do your plans look like and we can help you align that with other things that are going on with us we can give you that advice on the student timetabling and the students journey and where they're up to um, and use that time to be a little bit more strategic around planning and bringing things in out of season as well thank you so much for the guests for joining us today and we look forward to coming back to you again in the coming weeks and months please remember to check out nz uni talents the jobs board that provides direct access to university students and graduates across new Zealand and please feel free to subscribe to and share this podcast so thank you so much thank you